Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is our guest ready? Uh, we're working on we're, Oh, he's there. Show? He's there. Oh, Man, I'm you, we, and we got some time. We just got a window of time to spend. And I want to thank you for doing this because well, you're the one who who who, well, who got well, this. I, well, I want to thank him for doing this because well, we, he, we're he, going to do he's that. A, he's a he's a busy man right now, but he's one of our home folks and really proud of this guy and the work that he's doing. And people have been watching him up in Cincinnati since Monday night. Coley Harvey uh, from Atlanta, but introduced to the nation Monday and, night. But doing doing uh, doing tremendous work. Uh, welcome, Sports Radio ninety two ninety game, and uh, good morning. Morning, man. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Well, we are we we're very excited to talk to you. And and do you you think about it? Obviously, the days have kind of run together for you. Um, you've been you've been the face. You've been the face. We've watched the majority of the time out there in Cincinnati, covering covering this case and giving us updates on on Demar Hamlin. My question, though, as you sit here on Saturday morning, what are your thoughts when you think back to being assigned this job and? the feedback that you got after your first couple reports, knowing who you were talking to, meaning the country in a way that, I don't know, you haven't before. Um, well, uh, that's it's kind of a heavy question because, uh, I, fortunately, I can't say that I was assigned this story. Um, uh, like so many of us who have been covering this, I was uh, at the stadium uh, that night. I was assigned covering the, the game itself. And, you know, the, the whole goal was for me to have a, a – just nice little sidebar on whatever the big story from the end of the football game itself was. And um, unfortunately, uh, 8.55 p.m. Eastern on Monday night, that uh, those plans changed. And we have all been um, at ESPN have been so focused on, you know, providing the right context and details and, and everything that we can to this ever-changing story. Um, and uh, so I, I, I wish that I could say that I was assigned a really uh, nice story. And, and right now we, we've got uh, what appears to be a nice uh, uh, trending in the right, uh, nice direction. But um, but no, I was I, I was not assigned. Well, then, Coley, then, then uh, in that way, uh, what, what I will say, what I will also say, you, you mentioned uh, the feedback. I, I I've gotten a little I've gotten my share of feedback from from people I've worked with and worked for and. Um, and it's, it's been really nice to, to hear some of the comments they've made. Um, but again, this is so much more about the, the person who is inside this hospital that I'm sitting outside of right now, because he's still in the ICU, even though there's been progress made, he's, he's still in the ICU. And, and I think it's important that we highlight that. And, and, and Coley, we will, but again, Coley Harvey joining Sam and Greg here, sports radio, 92.9, the game, 92.9, the game.com. And because we're getting regular updates, every time there is a need for one, there seems to be on, on multiple channels, of course, ESPN there. But the reason I ask you that is because I think our audience is interested and curious about how that played out. Okay, so you laid it out. You weren't specifically yeah. you weren't specifically 
assigned to go to the hospital. You were there for the game. But at what point during the game do you start getting calls and other ESPN reporters about, okay, we're going to do this. How does that play out? How do you find out? And yeah. of the other people that are there, where do you get fanned out to? Who makes that call? And how long after the, the hit did this happen? Oh, man, uh, it happened quickly in, in many ways. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sitting there in the press box. We, I didn't see the play live. I saw the aftermath. I saw, you know, people running onto the field. I, just, I guess I just kind of looked down when the play was going on. And so immediately I looked to the, uh, to the TVs in the press box to see the replay. And that's when I noticed, like the rest of America, that ESPN went straight to the commercial break and then, of course, came back out with the two replays of the play itself. And that's when we in the press box knew something very serious was going on. We didn't know exactly how serious. And so you're trading text messages, phone calls, uh, back and forth. And it wasn't just ESPN. Every outlet that was in the building that night, whether it was the uh, the Cincinnati Enquirer, the Athletic, um, uh, you know, the, uh, the Buffalo news, whoever, I mean, you were, you were having those same conversations with your editors and producers. And for my producer, who I was working with that night. Um, I mean, he and I just pretty much jumped up along with our Bengals reporter for ESPN, Ben baby, Ben baby was the first person who got to the hospital. Uh, so credit to him, but, uh, but we jumped up probably, I would say 20 minutes later, we were in an Uber from the stadium. It took us a while to to kind of walk out to where we needed to, to meet the Uber. But um, yeah, 20 minutes later, we're in an Uber, get to the hospital. Um, took a while actually for our camera uh, to get to us because his equipment was near the Buffalo Bills locker room. It just happened to be put there before the game started. And by the time we all got down to the tunnel to try to, you know, get that equipment, um, you've got uh, you've got that meeting going on between uh, Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Bills, and, and Bengals head coach Zach Taylor and the referees. I was standing right there as that was going on. I, I could see it, you know, 30 feet away. Um, and because that meeting was going on, we couldn't cross the tunnel to get to our equipment. So it took our camera guy a while to get there, but he eventually did. And when he got there, uh, we set up and we started describing whatever we could. And next thing you know, we look up and we see this guy get out of a vehicle. We say, that's Stefan Diggs. And sure enough, it was. I ran over to uh, – to try to see if I could talk to him, but I could, before I even tried to think of asking a question, I could tell he was still very much broken up. And so I put my arm around him and I said, Hey man, I'm really sorry that you guys had to witness that. Um, and then he just basically told me, you know, how frustrating it was to, to be feeling this and, um, and that he just, he needed to get in this building. He needed to see his teammate. He needed to see his brother. And, um, you know, I know it's been mentioned on social media after I mentioned it on air, but, I talked to a police officer who was outside doing his job um, and had to convince the man that this was actually Stefan Diggs, the teammate of this man who was just brought here. And, um, you know, and Diggs, Diggs ended up getting inside. So uh, a crazy, crazy night. That was just the beginning of what has been um, a really long week, but a week that I'm hopeful that uh, in, the, in the coming days we'll have an even better outcome from. Folks, we're spending time this uh, morning on WaitForIt.com outline. Pleased to hear from Atlanta's own uh, Coley Harvey, who is uh, there doing yeoman's work this week, has been. You just went to cover the game. You've had to stay for a while. You have to go shopping. <laughs> I actually, I actually have not, Sam. Uh, what's wild is, um, so I, I'm familiar with Cincinnati because I, I covered the I Ben Baby, who I just referenced, our our Bengals reporter for ESPN. I had that job uh, several years ago. I covered the Bengals uh, for three seasons. Um, and uh, so I know this city really well. I still have a lot of friends here. And 
a couple of nights ago, I, I ran out of clothes, you know, thankfully I packed a couple extra days worth, but I ran out of clothes and um, I called up a buddy of mine who lives here and, and he was real gracious to allow me to come over late after I finished my last live shot that night. And um, I was able to do laundry. So I'm wearing the same clothes, just in different, you know, patterns and order. But uh, but we got clean clothes on today. That's a good sign. Coley, <laughs> because of your visibility this past week, have you noticed that there is a trust that comes to you when you have approached people to ask questions, maybe the the, the family members? Uh, it seems like you're getting information from from some areas that maybe others aren't. And and again, this week you have been very very visible. And again, I'm just curious are you you know, the family members feeling comfortable coming up and talking to you if you've had that opportunity or just staff at the hospital. Yeah, well, well certainly not the staff at the hospital. They they're they're doing their jobs and making sure they're protecting their private or their their patients' privacy and and whatnot, and um, and that's uh, that's to be expected. As for the family, though, yeah, I, I I would I would say that there has been a level of trust that's been earned there, um, and I, you know I don't know exactly what it is. I would like to think that it's it's because of our um, our reporting. You know, we I set a standard for myself as soon as I realized how serious this issue was uh, Monday night that we had to treat this. This wasn't a football player. This was a human being that was on the ground in a situation that could have been the worst situation we've maybe ever seen in professional sports or, or uh, at least in recent memory in professional sports. And so um, I knew that I needed to paint the story of this family of, uh, you know, going through this and, and how we can, how we can help them out. And, uh, and, and I don't know, I, I, I think maybe some of the coverage that we had in those first couple of days, maybe they, they felt like, they could talk to us. They've also talked to other outlets as well. You know, I, I want to make that clear. Uh, but I do feel like there is a, an established trust with, with some of the people that I've talked to uh, while doing this story. And, um, and uh, you know, that, that's also a journalist's job. You know, you, you try to, to be honest and good and, and forthright and, and upfront with the people that you're working for, in a sense. Uh, you know, they are part of your viewing, viewing public as well or reading public as well. A listening public and um and so i'm i'm very fortunate that we've been able to have the uh the connections that we've had to to, to break some of the news that we have but you know again it to me it's not about any of that it, it's about making sure that we keep hearing the positive progress for demar hamlin and that um you know that we will hopefully see him leave this hospital sometime soon coley do you stop for a minute to think about the impact your work is having just on the ordinary person obviously they're watching and they're um you know waiting for any information you have but to have people react the way they've done for his gofundme because everyone's sitting there helpless and can't do anything they're seeing his teammates these big strong men who are helpless and we tune in for something different we tune in just to enjoy a sporting event and we feel helpless but people found something they could do that's a remarkable part of this story it really is um I, I've been blown away. I, I remember I didn't even know anything about the GoFundMe Monday night because I was so locked in on, um, you know, getting the details here at the hospital. Um, so, you know, that, that just – that wasn't even something that was on my radar. And Tuesday morning as I was – early Tuesday morning, I didn't get any – I actually did not sleep at all Monday night. <laughs> so early Tuesday morning about 5 a.m. as I'm uh, really getting my day going uh, to head back to the hospital – um, that's where I first saw the tweets about this GoFundMe and, 
I think the initial tweet said that it was like at 900,000 uh, in those what, four hours or whatever it had been. And by the point I saw it, it was almost 5 million. Um, yeah, we'll add a couple more on there. That's where it's at now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, at, it's at 8 million now. I mean, it, this yeah. is, un, this is remarkable, this, but this is, this is why this is human beings. You know, this is us being decent to one another. And that is the reason I want to I want to say this to you because I don't think you are really acknowledging and and, and that's fine but we're going to acknowledge it. You're a young man, so what grown folks have been saying this week, as we have watched you in, in, in a way that I'm sure you didn't expect when you woke up that morning, is that this country came together in a way. I mean, you put everything. Everything aside, Sam said this earlier, it didn't matter who you voted for, what gender you are, what color you are, it didn't matter. Across the board, people had the same sort of internal feeling about what they witnessed. And by the way, it helped that it was on national TV on a Monday night, a standalone game. This isn't some game that took place in the bevy of games on Sunday. America was watching. And I have heard connections to saying that that coverage and the people that gravitated toward the TV and they talk about the ratings was similar to those first hours after 9-11 because it was across the board. And you, sir, were the ones, at least initially, because ESPN called a game, you were that voice that everybody heard. And your presence, your calmness, your concise understanding of where you were, but also in the way you provided the information was not lost on this country and a lot of people we got producers that are coming here talking about how you killed it during this 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 coverage this year that were their words in other words the the great job that you did in this particular situation and again the, this unfortunate incident brought people together in a way that you know and sports does that too a lot but you were that voice man you were you were that guy yeah. and I I just hope you realize that and how comforting you were to the people who were not feeling comfort at that point. And I just, I, I don't no. know, Sam, you probably would have said it better than me, but does that pretty much crystallize your thoughts no. too, very that much. night? Very much, very much, man. And we're just, uh, the fact yeah, you're a product well, of the area, well, we're, we're very proud of what you're doing. Well, I, I will say I, I appreciate the, uh, the, the those sentiments for sure. Um, I think some of it for me is, you know, I'm still so very much in this. This is far from complete. Um for this family and so my my thoughts are not so much on on that i i'm if if we were able to provide as a company with with our coverage that level of comfort for, for people i'm i'm glad to know that um because again it is about expressing the humanity that's within this particular story as i said earlier this isn't about a football player this is about a human being a man um who uh who is trying to get back to being his old self, you know. Um, well, we, we hope that too, so Corey. Thank you, for, thank you for those words. No, you're absolutely right. And listen, you, you're doing and your focus is exactly where it needs to be. We just have this opportunity to say this to you. So we realize you're there still doing your job uh, on, on, a, on a great level too. So, uh, again, Mr. Crenshaw, I'll let you say it, but I want to thank you for the job that you have done this week. And, and providing the information that you have, and from a fellow broadcaster, and speaking for the ones that I've been around, they all echo the same thing. Yeah, uh, your hometown product, man. Really proud of you. Uh, keep on doing what you're doing, and we're watching, watching the wonderful work you're doing. Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys so much, and uh, I can't wait to get to Atlanta again at some point. Hopefully, sometime, uh, sometime this 
the next couple of weeks or months, we'll get a chance to get back. Yeah, on. and we can actually talk some sports, too. Yeah. Get you on here and talk some sports. Yeah, yeah. All right, you got it. Yeah, Coley, absolutely. Coley Harvey joining us here from ESPN, joining Sam and Greg here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 